hit the record button. You do things. It's official. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, like, what was I going to say? I need more caffeine in my life. Ah, Pepsi. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by caffeine and lack of sleep because of kids. Yay. Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it. Never listen to the nose, I just wanna keep moving. Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact. Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track. Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on. Feel I don't belong, tell my thoughts to move along. Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets, live with every See my message start to spread And I had so many dreams Then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems Try to find out what it means Always do it on my own So I gotta get through it And the only thing I know Is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow Till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the start It's my only medicine Yeah, everything I do I'm just being genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. Finally, after like a month. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to talk about some crazy stuff. Things that actually stopped us from being crazy yeah. during COVID. Actually, I was thinking about that the other day. I was talking with somebody about like, because I hadn't seen this dude in a long time. He's one of the employees that we brought back. Uh, and he looked, <laughs> he looked like he aged 20 years. Oh, I was no. like, I was like, bro. You doing okay? He's like, yeah, I put on a few pounds and I lost some hair. I'm like, what have you been doing for you? What did you do in one year that made you go from like 27 to 68? And he's like, I hate you. I'm like, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> it's not good. And but you know, he, with him, he didn't do anything. He literally laid around, watched TV, watched movies, napped a lot, and I'm sure he probably drank. Oh, I'm sure. But he he's not the type of person that had a lot of um, hobbies or anything. He didn't yeah. do anything. Like mm-hmm. he his hobby was going out to the bar and shooting darts. You know, so it'd be socializing, which is fine. I mean, he's nothing yeah. against that. I mean, if you're a young dude, a young woman, and you got no kids, and you like to go to the bar and hang out, that's cool with you. Whatever you know, it's cool with me. Whatever it's, it's your life. But for me, I had two kids. I wasn't going out to the bar, so right. I was always home anyway, and I've always, I've always kind of had other shit to do. I mean, obviously the podcast, mm-hmm. but, you know, I read a lot, or at least I did before I had Helen. <laughs> I used to read so many comics, I kind of stopped. It's uh, it's expensive not to read comics. You know, what's, you know what's funny is, like, well, all the comic shops closed up during yeah. COVID, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was like... I. I wasn't going to order them online. I like the experience of going in, like, and actually looking through. I love the smell through. of a comic book store. You know what I mean? I like, it, it's got a, it's got an atmosphere to it. Yeah, yep. And then somebody comes in and ruins that smell. You're like, leave. Yeah, get Just out. leave. One nine times out of ten, some of the comic book reader. It is. Absolutely. It, yeah. They yeah. came in and ruined the whole room. Yep. But, uh, like, they'll walk in and the, and the sweaty fat guy behind the counter is like, oh, what do you want? <laughs> oh, no. no. I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. That's Chris, horrible. My buddy Chris Brown owns a comic book store out in uh, Troy. He's probably like, I'm not, f- what's wrong with you? You're a jerk. That's messed up. Chris has got a badass suit. Okay. Just a, as an aside, Chris has a Pac Man suit. It's like, like that's the, awesome. The tie, the vest, the coat, everything, the pants, and the shoes. Oh, my all gosh. One, it's a dark navy it's blue the, suit. It's the game, like the arcade. Yeah, it's like, the entire Pac-Man. That's, game, that's it's the sweet. game board, and Pac-Man is just eating power pellets all over his body. That's sweet. It is actually really, really cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Chris wore it last time we were in. God, last time I saw him wearing that, we were in Toledo, one of those failed Fantasticons. Yeah, we're like that was where I was. I was talking to uh, uh, Michael Dorn. Okay, and Michael Dorn had been sitting there <laughs> at his table, like. 
for an hour and a half and no one was in the building. Like literally like we all set set up there and we're sitting there. I'm like, huh, this looks like a church basement, but it's bigger, but it still seems like a church basement. And there's nobody on the street outside. There's no signage anywhere. And it turns out they had actually shut the streets down for a, a uh, like a 10K run, like oh, a charity run. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's nobody there. That's horrible. Oh, oh God. It was bad. So, oh, But Chris had uh, worn that suit specifically to that event because he thought it was fun. And the after party was fun because everybody had tons of energy because they didn't do anything all day but sit around. Right. So we all got drunk and I watched people do bad karaoke. It was funny. But Chris, Chris <laughs> had his outfit on. And I remember the guy was uh, the, Michael Doran did not go to the after party. By the way, he left. He's like, I'm out. oh, I'm sure he was. No, I'm like, done. But you know, never um, again. <laughs> one of the guys, the guys from Clerks, uh, the guy with the, the mustache and the goatee from Clerks was there. Oh yeah, uh, I forget his name. But we were hanging out and talking with, at the bar because he knows like a lot of the people in my group. Like Ming, Ming's a friend of our mm-hmm. like, our group of people. You know, so you know Ming Chen from Comic Book Man. Yeah, and it's fun. <laughs> that was a really long tangent. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, we were talking about comic book stores and fast oh, sweaty that's guys. Right. That's why. Yeah. Chris's <laughs> store. I like Chris's store. It is fun. It's, it's, it's not quite in Berkeley. But it's over in the Troy area. Mm. Buy all those cool Asian marts. Okay. <laughs> you go in the Asian grocery yeah. store. You're like, everything I like is here. <laughs> the whole duck just flash frozen into like shrink wrap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I like I like that experience. Yeah, I like going into. A comic book store so i see what you mean like it slowed down my comic reading i was so glad though because i bought right before covid hit i had bought the hundred dollar like omnibus of uh absolute carnage that, oh, neat. that whole storyline and that's uh, a long story <laughs> it was and it was it's a i mean it's a whole bible of a omnibus but um that was the last thing i bought mm-hmm. so like since absolute carnage finished like a year and a half ago i haven't had a new comic since like period um we read them online sometimes but I mean, I oh read, yeah i mainly read back issues of stuff i already have or it's an yeah. or it's one that i have like in shrink wrap mm-hmm. you know that i just i'm not gonna open i don't have that many comics anymore i have one box i only buy the ones that i like love and, yeah. and would like to reread without going online and uh like i will i will buy the big versions of the ones that i read as a full set yeah because yeah, like graphic novel or whatever i'm yeah. not i'm not one for buying individuals i will buy full sets at a time because it's like dude if i want to if, if i know in my head like all right in the middle of this storyline like captain america whacked this dude in the head and he just it was all over from from there like if i know that that happened in like issue 4 yeah if i have the whole collection i'm just going right like i'm flipping right to the middle and then i'm like oh look Right there. Like, but if I got the individuals, I feel like I'm cycling through, like, which one was number four? Fuck, there yep, it is. Yep, yep. And then I got to flip through those pages, and it's too much. Life is stressful when you read comics. It can be. <laughs> it very much can be. Yeah, we read we, we read comics, and we play games and stuff. I played Red Dead Redemption a little bit, and, you know, I worked out in the yard, and I obviously smoked my pipe like an old man, and <laughs> yeah, I've we been... did the podcast stuff, but to not have anything to do... I think, Ugh. honestly, That'd be crazy. Like rereading old comics was a big thing for like the first month for me. But then, like after that, it was like there was a period where it was like so depressing with how the world was just closing everywhere and everything oh, was yeah. shutting down. It was like shit, dude. We're really going into full pandemic mode. Like this is bad. This has not happened it, it in America in forever. Oh yeah, it kept getting worse. I'm like, no way. Oh wow. So like, <laughs> yeah. And then HBO was like, hey, by the way, we're dropping an app, and then we're dropping like every movie on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was. Cool. I was like, oh, you guys are about to save me through this pandemic. Yep. I, all right. I, Param- Paramount was like, hey, guess what, Picard. I was like, oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was so excited, and then I got so sad. I was just like, "This is cool." And after the first episode, I was like, "Ouch, oh, my heart!" <laughs> and by the third episode, I'm like, <laughs> "And then, uh, yeah, I think honestly, a lot of DC related movie and show content kept pushed me through the first chunk of the pandemic. Like, uh, even if some of it was bad." Like it was the the animated movies. There was like two of them, I think, that dropped last year that were really good. Um, but the the Justice League Dark Side Apocalypse War, um, 
uh, animated movie that dropped last year was phenomenal. It is the one with uh, where like the dark seed is like fifteen feet tall. Like they're all fighting him. Like Superman has to float up in the air. 10 no, feet that's war. Head. But that that's one what, was really good. That was insane. It was, it was Superman really good. like grabs Dark Side's head and like shoots his eye beams right into his eyes. Yeah, like, uh, whatever. Dark Seed just slaps him aside. No, it was uh this one was crazy as shit because like it started off with like they knew they were gonna have to go to him. If they mm. if they had any chance, almost like Infinity War when they were like, "Look, we could either turn the ship around or we and wait for him, or we can just bring it right to him." And they were like, "Yeah, elements of surprise. Let's just bring it right to him." Yep. That's how the Justice League went about it. But it was like Zatanna, Constantine, like the main Justice League, the extended Justice League, parts of the Bat family, like all the heroes wow. were gathering for this. Wow. And uh, they all showed up to Apocalypse, and like half of them just got a obliterated like there was there was a scene where i want to say it was like starfire got ripped in half like oh my god why they held no like they held nothing back like everybody was dying dc's been doing that lately since i want to say since the late 90s Mm -hmm. with their comics they're like before then they'd show a little blood or maybe somebody might be dying or whatever and then that like after like like year two is y2k right after y2k like literally they were just like yeah um we're just gonna show people getting their heads ripped off and And it's like oh my god what well because the stigma always was DC is dark and broody and like no one's really like happy in that universe and it's all violent and whatever and they were like eh, we have happy moments and they were like no you don't you're just dark and broody <laughs> so then they were like we're dark and broody yeah, <laughs> they were like let's, em- real let's embrace it ah like, oh. yeah the killing joke came out and I'm like oh whoa, 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 oh that, whoa, that's whoa. rough and even the animated one is like hard to watch at times yeah. I, I love it but it's like it's hard to watch on purpose. Um, but was having stuff like that to look at, like but the like, animated movies, like, bro. Like the yeah, the Apocalypse War is nuts because you watch like the entirety of the hero community get wiped out. Like one of the only people to survive is like Superman, and he had like Darkseid caught him and put him in this like machine or whatever that like tattooed Kryptonite the S into oh into his chest. Oh my god! So he has a permanent poison on him that oh. prevents him from being powerful. That's horrible. And uh, they didn't reconcile that until like way later in the movie. And um, he was just like regular dude. Like he really was like on Clark Kent level for the rest of the movie until like the very end. Jeez. Batman was captured and put in uh, this chair that like, um, it like amplified uh his mental capacity. To the point where he could be like dark sides, like brains of the operation. Oh wow! And then like you know, the Flash was like a battery for Dark Side. Like he put him on a, a like an apocalypse tech treadmill that like had a, a I don't know what you call it, but like the things where it's like a ring and then another ring and another ring and they're just spinning within each other, so you can't really penetrate that. Oh, he was yeah. inside of one of those. So if anybody showed up trying to save the Flash wasn't going to work because the treadmill he's running on at light speed is powering this thing that's moving around him. But it was also generating energy for Apocalypse so they could just keep buffing all of their their tech. That's crazy. And, like, Wonder Woman was converted into, like, an Apocalyptean warrior. It was nuts, dude. But when they came back, they had, like, Raven, um, I think Cyborg... And a couple other people, but like it was enough people that knew what they were doing. Also, Constantine, Polka Dot Man. That the, oh no, hell come on, Polka Dot Man. Um, He's but like the new hero. It was enough people <laughs> that they knew exactly like what they should target first. And once they did that, it was like, all right, we're gonna free people kind of one at a time, and and like slowly they just freed the teams until like they could take on Dark Side again. That's crazy. But by the end of it, like the Flash, um. He he had already reset the timeline once with the Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, yeah. And he kind of hates that he did it. Like, because that was, like, real years, I think, from the Flashpoint Paradox to what this last one was, is, like, a seven-year-in-the-timeline yeah. gap. And so, for for the Flash, it was, like, he lived a whole life, went back in time, reset the universe, went back in time again, reset the universe again, back to what it should be. Yeah. And then lived seven years. And then the dark side war happened and then everybody's dead. But like him and a couple other people that are like being used as slaves of dark side when they finally save him and they, they end the whole fight and whatever the flash is like watching the universe die slowly. Like 
majority of Earth is dead. Like, 90% of Earth is dead. Um, 90% of other worlds are dead. Like, the Martians are are all dead. Like, the, the, apocalypse the, lantern, the lanterns apocalypse. are dead. Listen to me. Ooh, I said apocalypse. Dark Seed. Dark Seed, did he get the anti-life equation in that, in that I, reality? He, I believe he did. Which would explain um, that. But it was a big reason why they there was nothing that they could do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because once um, you have that equation, it's... They also, like put a famine on earth pretty much like they, oh, wow. they they started terraforming it to an extent and like there were there was non-stop parademons like patrolling and killing people um parademons are cute but though. yeah like so sweet and cuddly. by the end of it like the flash is like sitting there watching the world and like they asked batman like all right like how long do we got until earth is back to what it should be he was like never the yeah. earth the earth will burn up and die before we get it back to what it was Oh, like God. and they were like oh <laughs> and they all look at barry and he's like <laughs> he's like are you are you kidding me right now and then he like he just runs and then all you see is like the white of like the timeline reset happening and so like they ended a whole seven year arc of movies w- with such a beautiful moment but it's like barry's gonna have to relive time again yep again again, again. yeah oh, God, it's horrible so that sounds fantastic. Like, but that, like animated from DC yeah. has really kept me going. Yeah, um, we we watched a lot of movies. We watched Lord of the Rings and stuff like. That. I actually went up buying the 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 big the 4K. big box. Well, we had the big box set, but not having to use the DVD player is nice. I just bought them off Amazon. They were on sale. Yeah, we, we watch them enough. You know, we watch Blade Runner and stuff like that. So, and Ooh. I mean, Kelly didn't have any commission work to do. I actually wound up going back to work in June, so I was only off. For like this in March, April, May, like three months before mm-hmm. I had three months off before I wound up getting called back, and then I worked my butt off mm-hmm. for six months, going back and forth between uh, the our primary location where I am in Sterling Heights, and like forty miles south to another warehouse, mm-hmm. like you know handling all of you know southeastern Michigan as far as like the uh, part the stuff for my business. So it was really kind of crazy. And then they started bringing people back finally. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. You know, and now we've gotten to the point where I'm just, I'm still so busy. I got a promotion, but my promotion doesn't kick in until later this month. So oh. I'm still like, Ugh. you know, so I, you know, like we were just talking before we, before we started recording, like I haven't really watched any Loki. Yeah. I haven't finished watching Winter Soldier. Any of this. I mean, I watched WandaVision with my wife, but that was just because I wanted to watch it. And, yeah, wanted to talk about it. It's just like it's been crazy, but yeah, last like having stuff to do during the pandemic made a difference. Like, I think I probably would have lost my mind. Like, if I had just had nothing to do. Oh yeah, you know, you get people that like. I mean, with with kids, it's weird because you're also responsible for their mental health. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, my eleven year old, twelve year old was like, she was fine. She played video games and talked to her friends and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But you know, obviously. The three-year-old, we had to engage her a lot because she wasn't socializing with anybody. Right. So we'd, we'd play outside. We did stuff, and we taught her how to do certain things. And she liked to draw and things. So, I mean, with little kids, it's a little bit easier. Yeah. But, you know, um, we've started watching the, the noob family. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy and Chase uh, Randall, like, and their kids, uh, Lexi, Logan, and Lana, basically they started doing this, this piggy thing where, like, Rudy is extremely crafty mm-hmm. like rudy's extremely crafty she had a channel about american girl dolls and uh you know she would bring lexi who was adorable uh <laughs> like he's a cute little kid uh they would do different things like that and like they created like all sorts of different like masks and stuff there was like sewing masks and stuff and very very cool family very fun so they started doing piggy which is a roblox game it's like a, you know basically a mod for roblox where this, yeah this pig will chase you around you know and you can be depending on who it is you know when you start to play the game multiplayer one person will be picked as the pig yeah and your goal basically is to go around and get everybody and kill them mm-hmm. the people that are getting chased have to go find uh like solve puzzles to get to escape that level mm-hmm. you know usually it's a matter of finding a, you know find a green key to unlock the green lock mm-hmm. you unlock that you can get the hammer which you can use the hammer you can take the bars off the door so you can actually get to the lock to unlock the final lock stuff like that so yeah Things have to be done in a certain progression. And uh, so they had just moved from California to Georgia not too long beforehand. So these kids were like in the pandemic in, uh, I would assume, a fairly unfamiliar area. You know, like I don't know too much about their personal lives, which is, you know, I got to expect. Yeah. Um, but like, so Rudy and Chase had this idea of making their house into like a piggy level. 
And so they started doing it. First, I mean, there's a whole series of, of little videos with them a whole, on their channel of like, you know, they don't let the baby control their day. So you have their <laughs> little little baby, you know, like like basically they okay, pick this or pick this, whatever the kid picks, we got to do, you know. And that was kind of cute. And they did fun challenges like, you know, who can go the longest without their electronics, you know, who can who can last the longest on the golf cart before giving up. And it's very funny because mm-hmm. Chase, like, I identify with that man a lot. He is extremely funny, extremely goofy. You can tell he loves his kids. Yeah, uh, like they did a daddy makeover once, and that man looked good. He did. They did such a good job. <laughs> they did the eye makeup, the lipstick, oh, no. every. Oh yeah, bless his oh, heart. No. That man, that man, he's very patient. You know, and uh, yeah, but like, and like, basically, what they did is they've got 1.7 million followers that's crazy on their channel now and they make some of the best videos i've ever seen on youtube like the stuff my kids watch i generally don't just because it's it's you know after a while you're like oh god please no more no you know like the sound <laughs> you know it's cookie 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 squirrel see you're like oh okay please don't talk anymore please just you know it's just it's, it becomes painful you know but the noob family uh like their youtube channel i enjoy watching it because rudy and chase in particular are so freaking funny to watch together mm-hmm. you know chase is very much like almost like a combination of laurel and hardy because chase will be deadly serious at one point and then turn to you know turn to the camera and just say something like i enjoy farting don't judge me you know it's like it's, 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 it's just like a lot of the stuff that i do to my kids you know yeah. like it's fun you know so i mean major props to them they've created an incredible environment for their kids to stay active i mean their kids are active anyway those kids <laughs> you watch these kids both on their instagram and, and like and their youtube channel just covered in like red georgia dirt and you know like out riding you know like motorbikes and stuff like that mm-hmm. playing soccer and just you know doing uh, all sorts of crazy stuff they get so much energy it makes me tired just watching them like watching lexi the little one run around and do stuff yeah exhausts me <laughs> she has so much energy i can't even remember what it was like to have that level of energy you know like you know we'll be watching it or something my you know my kid will be like look look lexi's doing she's jumping around and she's climbing a ladder blah blah i'm like lexi makes me tired it makes me sleepy just watching lexi do stuff i'm so sleepy she, she that kid's got too much energy same could be said for my kid um but you know, but they've done an incredible job in watching people do stuff like that during COVID and even pre-COVID. You know, mm-hmm. engaging with their kids. It was interesting because you know, as we're coming out of this pandemic, you know, like Chase and Rudy, they're not slowing down. They're actually, if anything, they're putting out more videos. They're doing more things. They went to obviously down. They went to the Florida. They rented out a big mansion mm-hmm. um, with the Funhouse family, which is another YouTube yeah, yeah. family. And they did a big Among Us thing there. Where it's like Among Us in person, you know, like real life Among Us. And that's very funny to watch people, you know, just like, okay, these are your tasks or whatever. And like, they're eyeballing each other. It's, it's you know, playing the game is funny enough. It's just kind of weird and, like, mm-hmm. you know, gory. But like watching little purple-haired Rudy walk by her kid and just go... Your dad, like, and the kid will fall down. You're like, oh my god, it's so terrible, but it's so funny at the same time. <laughs> oh my god, you know. And the kids are hilarious. They they get you know they get along really well. And uh, watching them do stuff like that, the infection modes that they did, where there was like a piggy infection one, where basically if it was like hide and seek infection, so you'd hide, mm-hmm. and if somebody found you, you were infected now, and you had to go find other people. And it got down to the point where it was just at one point Chase actually won. The dad mm-hmm. won, and he never won. Because, you know, he's, he's a big dude. He's like me. You know, yeah. you're not hiding anywhere in that house <laughs> as a man. You know what I mean? Like, and he just stood behind a damn door. <laughs> Literally stood behind a door and watched these people run around. And it was the funniest thing in the world. And I was roaring laughing. I still love watching that episode because it's just funny watching mm-hmm. this big dude, like, squeeze behind the door. And these, these people <laughs> are walking around like, ah, you know. And he's just like, okay. Like, how are they not finding me? I would literally want it to be found this round because I really don't want to have to do this. Anymore. You know, that was really funny. But now they go on, like, they do this uh, the ice cream mod, this piggy ice cream thing where, like, this guy's in a factory stealing, mm-hmm. taking fat kids and turning them into ice cream and selling them. It's pretty dark, actually. But, you know, they do this uh, one thing where it's, um, like, piggy on a budget. Or no no budget piggy. We're basically instead of dressing up in the full costumes because Rudy makes amazing masks and costumes, and they have these like they'll turn uh, an empty warehouse into a full on like video game level with ladders and like passages to crawl through and full on like literally a shop 
set up and everything like that, like right out of the game. It's really brilliant stuff. Mm-hmm. And little cars, even like little golf cars or smaller sized wooden cars that somebody has cut and carved. Yeah. It's a lot of effort and a mm-hmm. lot of work. Uh, and I really enjoy watching it because it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things where if my kids like it, I generally like, I think, okay, that's cool. I'm going to support whatever. Like, you watch what you want as long as it's not inappropriate. And yeah. It'll be on the background. I'll actually stop what I'm doing and watch these people. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot because I'm a grown man. Right. And my sense of humor is more Monty Python. Yeah. Deadpool. Like, <laughs> yeah. mildly inappropriate. <laughs> but I will watch these people because they are hilarious and, you know, they're entertaining as can be. They really, really are, you know. So uh, it's it's one of those things, like, people that do stuff like that, that have done stuff like that during COVID, it's inspirational in a way. Because, like, we've always in the podcast. We tried to podcast as much as we could. Yeah. Um, by the way, folks, if you're hearing lots of bangs outside, it's not just because we're from Detroit. And I appreciate you, you understanding <laughs> that that is a natural occurrence sometimes. Uh, but it is right before the Fourth of July, and people—they're uh, getting rowdy. It, people in Detroit get rowdy. It's, it's just what we do. We blow stuff up and we shoot things uh, <laughs> All pretty much year round, but especially around the Fourth of July. It'll probably go on for a week afterwards too. Uh, but no, it, like you know, people that do stuff like that—that um, that find things not only to entertain themselves but to entertain other people. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Like that's. Doing a podcast is interesting, but you got to be able to get the gumption to talk about stuff. You know, yeah. if you're to make movies like on TikTok, you know, like Call Me Chris and all these different people on TikTok, mm-hmm. they spend a lot of time putting these skits together, writing. Oh yeah, and, I mean that's that takes a lot of innovation too, and a lot of a lot of heart and a lot of interest. But there's a lot of people, I think, during COVID that didn't do anything, mm-hmm. and oh, it's yeah. very strange to me. Like, it really shined a really big spotlight. I think in a portion of America that literally mm. didn't do anything when they got off of work, they'd go home. Oh, yeah. They sit in front of the TV. They'd eat and they go to sleep. And yeah, wake up. it's like without work. I mean, like well, they were nothing. They they absolutely have no. There, there's a large portion of Americans that work is their personality. Strange. Once you rip away their work, it's like, who are they? They don't even know. Exactly. Like so, they had to do some soul searching. <laughs> I mean, you know what's crazy is like, I would imagine that like the the pandemic and everybody being stuck at home would have led to a lot of split up families. Yeah. Right. And what's funny is it's kind of done the opposite. Like it caused a lot of like shitty parents to become better parents. Mm -hmm. It caused a lot of like marriages just to get better naturally because both people are at home. They have to live with each other. And it's like, you can't go house searching in a pandemic when like you got to set up appointments like (laughs) and and go in all messed up. Like nobody wants to do that. I think when it first really, the first couple of months, we saw a few news stories on people losing their crap, and then it just disappeared, and everybody was just kind of like, okay, yeah, this is my new normal. Yeah. And they dealt with it. I think the one thing that was always in question was the kids' school. And oh, yeah. like, that's the only thing that was always a conversation point amongst families, and I get it. I mean, I couldn't imagine having to be told, like, your kid's not going to be in school this year. It's like, what? Oh, it was hard on, on Charlotte. She... She wound up having to leave. It was March of last year, so she missed out in the last part of sixth grade. And then, well, she literally, like, literally, they were like, "Okay, this is this Wednesday. We're all going home. We're not sure when we're going to be back." And they just never went back. Mm-hmm. And then all of seventh grade, she never went back. You know, oh, fifth grade going into sixth grade. So she's in sixth grade now. She's finished up uh, <clears throat> sixth grade. So like, so she never. She like like she literally midway through the end of fifth grade, all the way through all of sixth grade, she didn't see any of her friends at school. That's rough. You know, everything was remote. I mean, she saw them on the the web the webcam and stuff. Yeah, the but tablet, that's, but no, not a <clears throat> not sufficient for a kid. No, no, and it was it was rough. You know, and you notice that like not having a sibling close to your age, like the Randall kids are all close enough. I think where they can kind of play together okay. Mm-hmm. You know, other other families where they had. Um, the kids were of a similar age group. It was a little bit easier. They can do stuff together. Yeah. But Helen is three. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's 12. There's, they're not playing together very easily. Right. At this point in her life, I think Charlotte just doesn't want to be bothered. She's like, yeah. get off of me. Ah, ah, it's painful just being here. You know, like, <laughs> life life is pain. Life is yeah, pain. Oh my God. She hasn't gotten quite to the goth stage yet, but she's well on her way. She's learning. <laughs> oh, yeah. She needs some black jeans and a black shirt and some Dijarms. She'll be she'll fit right over there. 
to get her a, a chain, uh, the chain link, like <laughs> the wallet chain for the wallet. wallet. <laughs> the chain link is not nineteen ninety six, sir. Oh, I see people wearing that shit all the time. Oh, it, it's like, ew, what are you doing? It's not cool. <laughs> Put that away. <laughs> that ain't right. You know, like, it's bad. You're like thirty years past your time. What are right. you doing? It'd be really like, bad if it was like a like a forty year old. You're like, dude, what are you, you trying dude? To what are you doing? <laughs> no. There were kids in my high school graduating class that like would show up every day with that like it's a chain wallet. It's yeah, like a... very odd. Like Yo, you to... never see anybody wearing that kind of stuff. Uh-uh. But like, who wants to wear a wallet with a chain attached? To there it? was a handful of people in my high school that would like every day, and they like. They were like the the goths in South Park that are that are just sit there and they're just like life is pain. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's she hasn't quite gotten. She listens to like uh, video game music a lot, which is tight. So yeah, it's not that, but she plays like Friday, Friday Night Funkin'. Her podcast actually, the, the Gen Z podcast, which we do. Uh, yeah, she's been talking about Friday Night Funkin' for quite a while. She did an entire episode on JoJo. I forget the name of the anime now. The anime, but yeah. the bizarre adventure. Yes, it's a rough anime is, for her to be watching. She, we did not know she was watching it. Oh, what a way to find out! Well, her and her friends, her and her friends were all watching it together and laughing, and then like you I know, only like, watched like the first season, and I was like, Jesus Christ! It's all a bunch of these. It's so it's these guys in crazy. like extremely tight outfits. Oh yeah, beating the living crap out of each oh, other. Oh yeah, like to the death almost. Like, it's like oh no, sometimes, sometimes it is to the death, and it's like one guy's dressed like a Nazi. You know, like you're just like right, like what? Like my wife got my wife and I after we realized what she had done, we were like, oh, well, it's cats out of the bag. We can't like tell her to unwatch something. So like uh, right. It's like a little late to say don't watch JoJo's. So like for Valentine's Day, like we got her a little card that said, you know, uh, you thought it was a Valentine, but it was me, Dio. You know, like, oh, it's very... <laughs> it's great. Very, you know, it's just like what can you do? But yeah, so she's into the, she's she's gotten into animes that are a little more normal. She likes playing video games and making video games. She plays electric guitar. Yeah, she plays piano. She does all sorts of stuff. But Damn. but the three year old, she wants to play blocks. She, oh. wants, she wants to watch you know My Little Pony. Uh, you know, the only thing that, you know, she, the only thing they really bond about is like, like if, if the noob family comes on, they will both stop and watch because like, it's one of those things where like they can both kind of enjoy it. And yeah, you know, Charlotte will pretend to not like it. And then like, but she halfway actually through, she it. starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. She starts laughing halfway through, you know, like, ah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, you'd like it. She's like, sure. I get that. I get that for sure. I don't even, I've got another point in my life. I don't even hide it. I'm like, I don't care who would, what age group it's made for. It's funny. <laughs> Look, Chase, Chase just booted on his kids. That's wrong, but I laugh. Because <laughs> Chase is funny. Hey guys, looking for something different, something funny, and a little bit mysterious? Check out the Noob Family on YouTube. Watch as Rudy, Chase, Logan, Lana, and the mighty Lexi try to outwit the devious pro hacker in games of strategy and cunning with characters from Roblox Piggy, the Roblox horror survival game Ice Scream, and even games like Among Us. Flip over to the Noob Family Gaming Channel and watch the hilarious Noob Dad and Noob Mom play different games with each other and the whole family. It's fun for all ages. Don't miss out. Go to YouTube today and search for Noob Family, like their videos, and subscribe. You noobs. Well, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's very funny, like, you know, with, with my kids, like, it was actually kind of difficult to make sure they had stuff to do mm-hmm. separately. During yeah. COVID to stay entertained, so they didn't fall into this funk. I mean, she's got a couple of friends that disappeared. Like, they were supposed to show up for school, and they showed up for the first or second week, and then they just slowly stopped going to school altogether, and they just vanished. That's so this, crazy. And these are kids with the parents that already were not paying attention to their kids enough, I'm sure, as it was. Their parents that just didn't give a crap. Yeah. So the school had to send people out, you know, to knocking on those doors, like, hey, uh, your kids got to turn that thing on, and they got to be in school. Or you're going to jail because that's yeah. the rule in Michigan. Like, right. If you don't, if your kid skips school, doesn't go to school, you will go to jail as their parent. It's your responsibility. Oh, I know. I had a uh, we had a family friend that a uh, long time ago. I thought was, you were about to say Ryan. No, this was <laughs> Ryan didn't go. My dad was got locked up. <laughs> this, this was way before COVID. But uh, my stepmom had a friend who had a son that was. Uh, He's a severe case of ADHD, like very oh, severe. Yeah. And I think he also has Asperger's. Oh, um, geez, that poor kid. Yeah, so like he, he's been going through a lot his whole life, obviously. But um, he's he's into tech. He's into things like games and, and computers in general, obviously. But like, um, 
anything school related bored him, even though he's an absolute whiz at all of it. It just wasn't challenging enough for the part of his brain that really wants to do it. Right? All of high school, he like would skip like majority of the year. You can't put it on the parent, like if the parent's trying for yeah. the, for the family, and it's like. I feel like that's a uniquely American problem because, like, every other country I hear about, the kids are walking to school and busing to school on their own, no parents or anything, like, every day. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's no. like, America, that's, like, that's scary for a lot of parents It didn't in America. used to be. Like, when, when Kelly and I, you know, when, I mean, I grew up in North Carolina and it was a small town. It was, you know, bad things really did not happen that often there because people, yeah. bullied, you know. Like, and I'd be gone from sunup till sundown on Saturday. My mom didn't know where the hell I was. Like, I'd just show up with, like, She's like, what did you eat? I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, was, you know, when the streetlights came on, I had to come home. And then, right, right. You know? And Kelly would just run around. My wife would just, she'd be all over Gross Point. You know, like, she she told me the other day, like, yeah, when, when you know, Liz and I were in sixth, her friend and her were in sixth grade, like, for at school lunch, they would walk over to uh, Saunders in the village. Because the yeah. school was right by there. was on the hill. Yep. They'd walk to Saunders, and they'd sit down and eat their lunches. And order ice creams. Mm-hmm. And then they'd go back to school. It's sixth grade. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Like, I that's, not, that's crazy to I me. I would not want my daughter doing that now. Not only right. Because my kid would, my kid would purposely do something that would get her in trouble or dangerous just to spite me. <laughs> <laughs> just to upset me. Oh, God. Like, this stuff that's been going on, like, like with, with people creating and stuff. These YouTube channels, you know, circling back to that. Freaking, like, the, the creativity I see in some of these people is amazing. But oh, yeah. very few people have done it in such a way where I'm actually interested in what they have to say or what they're doing. Like, there's some really interesting uh, Star Trek and Star Wars, like, sci-fi ones. Like, Lore Reloaded is really cool. Yeah. Um, there's... Uh, I stopped watching Star Wars Theory because he's... Oh, he just makes stuff up all the time. He's this been, is canon. He's been a mess, dude. Oh, it's, he's, it's bad. He, like, he leads off like with this... It'll say, like, you know, like, the last one, like, Darth Vader becomes a Jedi. Canon. And, like, you look at it, it's like... They, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Like, it was just... He went into the, the Jedi Temple and they were you like... You know what drove me crazy for the last week? Lego decided we're not going to call... Uh, Boba Fett, uh, Boba Fett ship Slave One anymore because we don't call Luke's ship Red Five on the boxes anymore. We haven't called it that for like 15, 20 years. Uh, we don't call like transport ships their proper name. We don't call like Anakin's Jedi ship. We don't call it its proper name, like its nicknames or whatever. Slave One is Boba Fett's starship at the end of the day. You're, huh. you're like. They changed their boxing now for Legos of Slave One to just say Boba Fett Starship, just to keep it simple. Yeah. But they've done that to everybody else's ship for the last 20 years. That's really weird. But they they did this to Boba Fett's ship. Everybody lost their minds. <laughs> but it, but I'm just sitting here like, why would you be bad? It's 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 and they and then Theory dropped a video saying, like Disney is canceling Slave One. And I'm like, what? It's still Slave One. It's really weird. You can go to the Disney site right now, and it still says Slave One. You can go to the Star Wars site right now. It still says Slave One. The only place in the world where it's not referred to as Slave One is Lego. And it's like, do I have to explain to my three-year-old that I just gave this Lego set to what Slave means? Yeah, and right. why that's like the name of this ship? They, like, um, yeah, that guy... He makes up shit. There was a whole Reddit stream about that where these people were like, seriously, this dude again? Like, he had posted something like, it was like Anakin became a Jedi again just for a moment. This yeah. is canon. And it's like, no, he didn't. He was he was thinking back for a second about... Right, you can reminisce and still be was, an absolute it, Nazi. It, like, it was what? One, it, was one, <laughs> it was like one panel in the comic book where like... like uh, oh, it was, it was it was when that uh, one guy was like, it's been a pleasure working with you, Anakin. And then Vader cuts him down. Yeah. Like, you know, and that was it. That, that was the entire panel. Like, he didn't become a Jedi again for us. No, like, like nothing about that implied it. It's very interesting, though, in those comics. Like, there's parts of it that it's like the Force is kind of uh, fluid with how it can be interpreted. Because, yeah. like, when he goes into his dream states, like, the parts of him that are still there are all, like, Sith embodiment. Yeah, but the parts but that are missing are all... They're all Jedi yeah. embodiment. And it's, like, that's really cool because it's, like, that's how he sees himself. 
Like it's really weird. So they, 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 like the good it's part. like he was never corrupted on those parts. Yeah, like the good parts got cut out though. And, yeah, and it's very strange. Yeah, yeah, I don't, that guy's. I don't know. But no, it's. I mean, he went from doing good content like all the time, and then he started doing like fan made things that were kind of cool, and then it was just. I I think the sequel trilogy really is what caused the downfall of his channel because yeah. it's like, whether you like the sequel trilogy or not, like he actively is like anybody that likes it and then like when people are like but i like it and he's like oh that's fine you just said like in the yeah, last video like you gotta be brain dead to like this like what it's you just bad. said i'm brain dead and then you're at the same time you're like no it's cool you can like it some of these guys have really got into like in-depth like like venom geek media has done the same with star trek and star wars every now and then but i think primarily star trek where yeah like, he breaks down like a ship class and the history and just like he'll, he'll do like a half an hour like breakdown of like the Diderik's class Warbird or, you know, the Constitution class Starship and its design history and like everything from everything Beta Canon to Alpha Canon everything, you know, all the way up to like you know whenever it was decommissioned and it's cool. He does yeah. a very very good job. Mm-hmm. And lately, well, all during COVID, he's been doing the Dominion War, which was like the last you know, two or three seasons of Deep Space Nine. He's like this month in the Dominion War. We you know he breaks down like Federation ship tactics mm-hmm. and. Like battles that we just saw, like mentioned on the screen, like you know, like you know, they attack the shipyards at Tringali. Oh Jesus, you know, and then he'll go, okay, during the battle at Tringali, and he'll like make up this whole story of the battle, and he'll break it all down as if it really happened. He goes like every major polit- political powers, like starship classes, what they did. He does a lot of work, and mm-hmm. it's brilliant, brilliant. You know, he's you know, and he's British, so he sounds really smart, right? Um, <laughs> but like, it's brilliant stuff. You know, and I like seeing that it's it's really neat what as this is brought out in people as far yeah. as like creativity wise. I mm-hmm. mean, someone like Rudy was already extremely crafty. You know, like she crafted her tail up. She's extremely skilled. You know, like both in painting and 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 sewing and everything. Yeah. You know, so you get somebody like that. I mean, yeah, of course she's gonna like, you know turn out gold i mean she literally she churns out gold left and right like her the episodes that they do are amazing but like you know like you know, everything rudy has done so far in the with the noob family stuff has been brilliant brilliant mm-hmm. stuff um it looks it's professional looking too like it legit is like professional looking costuming she does really good work you know so that's somebody that took a passion and like really like during covid like she turned it to the point where she could help her kids have fun yeah. you know and like keep occupied and like do and, and you know like invest themselves in something that would give them something to really look forward to mm-hmm. you know and you gotta you know the same thing happens with like the lore reloaded and all these different youtube channels that also like you know kind of have done stuff like that but you know when i see people that are just like i'm like hey what'd you do under uh what'd you do during COVID? they're like oh nothing i literally ate my i went to, i slept a lot i ate a lot and i watched a ton of tv it's like what why didn't you do anything else? You had a year, yeah, <laughs> to do anything you wanted with your life. Dude, you were we did money from the government. You didn't have to work. We like, I mean, like in the in the chill time, yeah. Well, I'm, I was watching movies, playing games, talking with friends all the time and shit. But like, we did the floors in our house. We <laughs> yeah, we right, painted. Did, yeah. We redid our whole landscape at our house. We like, I mean, we did a lot of shit in that first like six months of COVID, and like, and then after that. By then, it was like it had cleared up in some states. We went on a couple of vacations during COVID, and yeah. it was like safe. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, the, I mean, the last few months, I've been up with my ankle, but like, yeah, we. I mean, I, I spent a good nine months doing all kinds of shit. I think it's the difference between some people that are like that innovate and that have like the the drive to do something with their lives versus people that literally their work was their life like yeah. they got off of work and they just ate and went to bed you know well i feel like the funniest thing is like the the millennial generation right now <clears throat> yeah is fighting that idea of work is your life oh yeah like there, there's some other guy had it per- said it perfectly fine the other day he was like um we don't want to work till we die. We don't. And we don't either. Yeah, we Gen Xers are the same way. We're like, we yeah. don't want to work till we die. We're not. But the be generation like... before Gen oh, X, the, the is boomers, like, yeah, oh, yeah, they're boomers. like they're locked was... in on work, work, work. Well, that's what they were kind of taught to do. Is basically you work until you die. But the thing is, they are all gonna get retirement, pensions, social oh, yeah. security, all that shit when they retire and 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 get old. And but it's like 
We no, don't I mean, they're already old, but yeah, like, yeah. But we they, don't, we they don't have it. We, we probably won't. But we don't want to work till we're 70 either. No. You know, so that's the well, thing. Like, some, I mean, go go back to like like ancient days when like civilization was just budding. Every civilization in its early days understood people past like the age of 60 are not going to function as well as people 20 to 50. Yep. And so, therefore, those people should be treated in a certain way as if they can't work because they're on their way out. They're in their second half of their life. Yeah. Like, when you're in that first half, you're good. Like, you're going to be able to work oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. But, like, that second half, you got to slow down on these old people, man. That's why people are going to start dying really, like, relatively young. I see. I people, mean, yeah, there's people that I know that are just they should not be working right now. They're in positions that they should not be in. Yeah. Because they forget things. They don't, they don't, uh, uh, they don't produce as much as they should be, and it's, you can see it's physically difficult for them yeah. to do there, but they have no other choice. And it's like there's—I'm not judging old people for that, but it's like, yeah, it's that's a—I mean, that is a systemic problem where yeah. like they don't have a choice but to do this. Or they or they'll starve, or the, or they'll starve, which and is, it's which like shouldn't be that way. You know? No, and yeah, like all these things, like social security's been draining for gen, for a whole generation now. And like my generation probably won't see a dime of social social security. I think you will. I think I will. It'll too. be very little for me. I think because if because realistically, people are used to it, and as as slowly people, I mean, everybody doesn't all retire at once. Well, there's so many boomers right now, though. Like that's the problem. Is like the the generation prior to social security didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Then the boomers and social security became a thing. Their parents started getting compensation off of the work that they were doing. The boomers were doing the work so that the generation that was pre-Social Security could get paid. And it's like, then Gen X came along to pay for the boomers. And it's like, the millennials came along to pay for the Gen Xers. But like, there's too many boomers still alive. And it's like, <laughs> now the now the millennials are paying for two generations now. And it's like... There has to be a calling. <laughs> they're neat. I mean, I'm not going to say it out loud. No, your, your grandpa <laughs> kill you. Yeah. <laughs> But he's not, he's working. He's, I mean, he's a boomer and he's working. And, uh, I mean, he likes working though. He really does. And he's, I mean. Well, that's the thing. It'd be nice if you could transfer into a job that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Like do something. Like I don't mind working if I like it. Like I, you know, the podcast is working. Yeah. Is editing. I think that's everybody, honestly. A lot that's of people, true. like, you'll, you'll find that a lot of people have no motivation for work that they do and it's like why because you're not doing anything you like to do and it's like you find people that are in their dream job and they're working their ass off and it's like i get it like it depends if you work for yourself too if you're working mm -hmm. for like a goal where you see profit from the job you know whether you're a cartoonist or an actor or you own a small business or something like that if you're if you're putting in 50 60 hours a week but you're bringing home money (laughs) you know you're bringing home a lot of money but uh, because of that, you know, it's helping feed your family. You're seeing a direct, my work equals this amount of dollars, which equals this amount of, you know, that's different, I think, than going to a nine to five job and punching a clock and you're, you're getting the same wage and it doesn't matter, yeah. you know, at all. You know, I think it's, it's a considerable difference. I mean, some people like these, like a lot of the tax breaks you're seeing too, or the child tax credits and things. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff's important. There's people that, oh, that yeah. are stay at home moms that work their tails off. Like, it's hard. Yeah. To stay home and take care of kids. Like people are like, you just lay around all day. Like, no, you can't. We cannot do that. That's another thing that's gonna kill a lot of people off is just trickle down trickle down economics does not work. No, nah, no. Nah. And rich businesses have been getting too many tax breaks while they've been slowly cutting t- like tax breaks from people that just have kids and live a middle class life or lower than middle class life. And it's like, you know, people like Jeff Bezos get like millions of dollars back at the end of the year. Like, they just are given money back at the end of the year in the amount of millions. Whereas your average person will be lucky to get a $1,000 check. Like, if you got kids, you might bump that up to, like, 5000 at most. And it's like, that's rough, dude. Like, I couldn't imagine watching, like, that happen my whole life where, like, n- nobody but the, s- the super corporate companies gets a big refund. And then your average person is just paying in ninety percent of their their shit, <laughs> so that we can make this country run. It's like, God, if you just tax D- Jeff Bezos fifty percent for a year, you'd probably cover the next five years of our of our problems without oh. any other American. Oh yeah, about oh it. yeah, no, like it's you're gonna see that happen. You're gonna see like them getting paid less. 
and like the other workers getting paid more. It's going to happen sooner or later. We're, I, I really hope so. Yeah. The regulations got to come, but I don't know when that's going to happen. I know it's well. You have to wait till the old guard dies off. Is what yeah. happens. You know, basically until our generations really have fundamental control over everything. Yeah, know? I think it's going to take a lot of Gen X and millennials together in positions of power to actually start pushing this progressive things, even on both sides. Like I know there's like, I mean, a big uh, red versus blue right now, but there's like red, blue, independence people in like other parties and shit, and everybody's got different ideas, but like. It's just old people are slowing progress right now in Congress. Like it's like, God, get out! <laughs> you, you people are on life support, <laughs> putting up bills that no one cares about. Oh yeah, just so you can stay in and say you did something. No, I, I can't wait till the day comes where uh, we can actually like agree enough amongst generations that like we deserve a nice life when we're old. Yeah, it'll 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 change. I mean, one thing that would will definitely help is if we start doing more solar farm like solar like solar power things like that where you're not We need you more jobs in that field. Well, yeah, because think about it this way, if you didn't have to pay an electric bill at all, you wouldn't have to work as hard to save up. Like my electric bill last month was two hundred ninety six dollars because the air conditioning and all this. Stuff oh, of course, yeah. And we're paying off the power grid and all that, you know. But if if I had had solar panels on the roof that or wind power that generated electricity and put into batteries, whatever, I mean, you have to make that initial investment. But you know, right. But anyway, yeah. So the um the ability for some people to entertain others, I think, you know, during COVID was really important. But and I mean, not just entertaining their fans, obviously, but entertaining their family. Oh yeah, that was important. We did we do that a little bit. We don't have a huge fan base, but we have some. Yeah, you know, I mean, I you know entertain my kids. You and the dogs would you know yeah entertain your brother. You know, of course, Ryan needs special help. <laughs> yeah, he's been really good this year. I'm you know I'm Suspicious. proud of him. Are you sus? You know, no, I'm him? I'm proud of him. Like, what what hustle are you doing on the side, man? <laughs> he, he's actually been like the best he's been in his life this year. He's re- he's really changed course. Well, you know what it is? It's like you hit that adulthood. Yeah, you get further toward adulthood. Your your brain starts finishes finishes maturing a little bit more, and you're like. Oh, maybe I'm not going to act a fool today. Maybe I'll just go yeah. for more lawn. <laughs> I mean, he, he still can be a fool, but he's really like, he's really turning into a different man than what he would have been if he stayed coarse with what he was doing. That's interesting, isn't and, it, how people change like that? Yeah. Like, it was like on a dime. I think it was just high school was depressing him. I think it more can than, be. Oh, more no. Than I, anything. No, I'm sure. School can be really rough. Some people, and especially like as dudes, like we're, we're taught not to be sensitive to shit. Yeah, but like you know, if you're a sensitive person, you're in a, in a situation where it's just soul crushing to be there. Yeah, it can mess you up. Yeah, and once you're free of that, and you don't have that soul crushing depression and horrible stuff going on, like it can change you. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm free to be who I want to be now. Yeah, I can be like my, you know, who I always wanted to be. I can be funny and not worry about people yelling at me. I can go, right. you know, I can wear this. I can you know do whatever I want. I can read this book and nobody's gonna yell at me. You know. Yeah. So I think that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, as far as like as like COVID goes, and like you know everything that went on last year, and like you know up, you know even till now a little bit, you know I think a lot a lot of people that branched out and reached out and tried to do something different made a difference in not only their lives but also like other people's lives, and I think that helped spread a little bit. And it helped. Mm-hmm. I think it helped contain a lot of the madness that would have happened. You know. Yeah. Without it, because if you've you know, if you're doing something that only not only entertains yourself and your family, but brings joy to other people, mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a good kind thing to do for humanity. You know, and I think that the pockets of area where you you know pockets of, of areas where you're going to see people that were just going crazy or just really angry about being stuck inside and stuff like that, or angry about having to wear masks, or you know, like yada yada yada, yada be free me, free me. I want to get a haircut. Yeah, those are the same people that are not able to either appreciate, you know, like the, the stuff that I just talked about or people that don't have the the imagination or the wherewithal to be anything other than the 9 to 5 jobber who likes baseball and drinks at the bar. Yeah, that's like that's all Yeah, that's is. rough. You know what I mean? I don't know how you like anybody <laughs> could be that jobber that absolutely like 9 to 5, leave that, go to the bar, hang out there for hours at a time, mm. leave there, go <laughs> home, probably a mess. And then you wake up the next day and you're right back to your nine to five, and it's like. And some people are married with kids and do that. I know, and that's and like the, the kids because of the because the one parent is like struggling just to maintain the household. Yep. Yeah, uh, and doesn't have time for the kids. The kids wind up just staring at the boob tube all day or playing video games all day, right, not right. doing anything with their lives. 
and yeah, it perpetuates I mean, like, the cycle. You know? That whole thing depresses me. Like, just the idea of potentially being that depresses me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. that, I, I couldn't do that. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. Some people, that's that's, that's all they care about. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think with with people out there in the world that not necessarily like people like us, like we just we just do this for fun. You know, what I mean, it's like that. But people out there who have responsibilities, like uh, like parents and stuff like that, who have responsibility to kids, and find like, okay, I can entertain my children, teach them things. And also, like, make a fun show out of it. You right. know, like, people like that, I think, are what help, are big gears that help this country move along. Yeah. Because without people like that, you know, you've just got a land of sloths that eat burgers and, <laughs> and <laughs> get big and sleep. Hey, like, that's kind of, like, our whole reputation right now. So, it's like... Yeah, that's true. I feel like that is, like, half <clears throat> of us, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's it's people... A we shame. Have, we, have, we have fans in other countries and... You know stuff like that, and I've interacted a few times with them on uh, Twitter and stuff, yeah. and they'll and inevitably like the uh, the topic will come to like I heard all Americans are just really overweight and they eat a lot, and it's like like no, hey don't no. first of all don't come at me like that, <laughs> <laughs> second of all no we're not, no, oh, no. <laughs> I mean I know I got a gut but come on leave me be you know it's, oh, man. Oh, it's I, I I mean I blame the fact that we put corporate America above actual human health. Oh sure! And oh my far! Oh yeah, profit. I, the me, the, the me, me, me. Eighties, I think, led into that a lot. Because you know? we, I mean, we allow people to eat a lot of things that other countries like look at as disgusting. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Know? But uh, chemicals and in, in certain yeah, well, you know, we've like, done that for a long time. I mean, well, they're finally stepping back now. Thanks, it's thanks taken to, forever. To but... The internet and social media exposing a lot of that stuff too. Like, I mean, how many dyes have they put in foods? for the last 30 years that have just been removed like five years ago oh, yeah. and it's like that's it's crazy that like my whole life it was like i didn't even know how nasty the shit i was eating was <laughs> yeah, until right. they were like oh by the way we're removing this because it's nasty and it's like i ate a thousand of those yeah. like <laughs> you mother <laughs> it's like when you go into a restaurant and then like gordon ramsay shows up and he's like this is shit you're like oh man and you're like damn it for... i've been eating this for my whole life right, yeah, like, like 10 years i've been eating here oh, damn it God. damn you gordon let <laughs> 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 me live in ignorance blissful blissful ignorance i always felt like anytime i watch gordon ramsay go into a restaurant and then re- expose them i feel bad for the people that are sitting there and like waiting on <laughs> their food or or eating like they're there's in the middle rat, of it. There's rat crap on the fries. And <laughs> you hear it sho- across the restaurant. Some guy shoving fries in his mouth like, mm? huh? <laughs> I thought it was garlic. Oh no! He's just like, Gordon Ramsay. That's a man who's been he's been having fun on TikTok. He's been doing a lot during COVID. Tons of TikToks, man. I I envy that guy's life because he's been able to do so much, but like he's an angry man. I'm sure he's not in real man. life. It's all for the show, but like yeah, I, I'm sure he is in his own restaurant environment too. Oh though. yeah, just because like that's how he was taught. Restaurant tours are supposed to be like we quit watching it after a while. Kelly and I used to watch his shows all the time, but I quit after a while. I'm like, dude, he just exhausts me with his yelling. <laughs> and like I can't like, watch Hell's Kitchen. It it pisses me off yeah. watching Hell's Kitchen. I love Kitchen Nightmares though because it's like. He's not mad because someone's up uh, his business. It's he's mad because someone's up their business, oh, yeah. and he's th- watching it happen. And he's like, "What? Can't you, you make risotto properly?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I read about the kitchen nightmares. Or not kitchen nightmares. The um, uh, Hell's Kitchen is that like those people were only get like three hours of sleep, two hours of sleep. I believe it. You know, they weren't allowed to contact their families. They weren't allowed to like talk. To I believe that outside. too. You know, so a lot of them were just really stressed out and yeah. like freaking out. Sometimes they would do stuff on purpose just to leave. Yeah, I'm sure it's like yeah. a high-pressure situation because you see these people break down easily within the time well, period that they're on the show. If you're a mom with, like, three kids and all of a sudden you're and you're at this place where you're like, by the way, give us your cell phone. Okay, you can't make, you can make one phone call a, a day and that's it. And they're about to make you, like, prepare food for, like, the next, like, 20 hours straight. Yeah. And it's like, God, like, I, like... A, a average chef is not working any amount of time like no, that. Like, no. like most chefs get that seven, eight hours, and then they're out. Like, oh yeah. And it's like the, on that show, they they do record that in like a day or two, and it's like you see them cooking like three or four separate services yeah. that are like hours in between that that they probably were still serving people. 
Yeah, and, and it's like, like no rest or relaxation. So it's just high pressure chef work, and it's like unrealistic. These too. people live regular lives back home, and they're oh, yeah. like, "I'm a good cook, though." And then it's like they get to this show, and they're like, "All right, so you're a good cook? Yeah, we're gonna brutalize you in in the cooking industry, like <laughs> for our entertainment." Yeah. It's like Jesus, like, calm down. That <laughs> that person's crying, and then Gordon's like, "You," and it's like, "Oh my God, <laughs> you're just like, I feel bad now." Like, cho- the guy chops off his fingers. He's Gordon, and Gordon's just like, "You fail at life." He's like, "It was the accident." It's like you did that on purpose. You, you're a horrible chef. You <laughs> oh you God. don't even know how to react to some of the shit he says. So he does say like, stuff that's really He says rough. wild shit. It's so funny. I love watching it. He, he, he's like, that risotto looks like my grandmother's ashes. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> what are you eating your grandmother's ashes for? What are you for? eating that for? <laughs> she gives me strength. <laughs> that's how I stay young. And I reconstitute her every year. <laughs> did you Did you just, did you, did you say you collect your own poop? Because that's basically oh, no. what you say you do. That's nasty, Gordon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's some nasty stuff. <laughs> He's like holding the whole studio hostage. <laughs> <laughs> you will eat this or you will die. Well, on that note, <laughs> after talking about nasty Grandma Ashes risotto, we're going to wrap up this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Next time, we're going to talk about not Grandma's ashes <laughs> in your risotto. Um, oh, I'm going to lose it. Go. <laughs> Go watch the Noob Family. Look them up on YouTube and Instagram. They are hilarious. They are fun. Uh, you don't have to be a kid to watch them, though. It is it is probably better if you are a kid <laughs> or you have kids <laughs> and you're watching kids do stuff. Because if you're a grown-up and you don't have kids and you're watching kids do stuff by yourself, <laughs> it, might, it might be a little weird. I'm just saying, like... Like they're entertaining as crap, and I love them to death. I love them so much. Like it's they're they're very funny, and I enjoy like I chat with uh, with Rudy occasionally um, online and stuff. And she's the sweetest person in the world. But if I didn't have kids and I was watching their show, I don't think she would be as appreciative of me. <laughs> like, why is this grown man watching my kids dress up as pig, what piggy, and chase each other around with bats? Like, I don't. No, they don't do that. I was. You know, nobody uses a bat. No, it's uh, literally it is just like the new look up N O O B Noob Family on uh, on Instagram and and YouTube and it's it's hilarious, man. They make some really funny stuff, but I don't know how I'm going to edit this together where they can listen to it because I know they're going to listen to it. I know they're going to listen to it, <laughs> oh and there's going to be either a lot of bleeps because I don't want <laughs> the clean version. Well, I don't want getting. I want to get some text message from like like Chase being like, "Hey, listen, man, <laughs> you got to calm down. You got to calm down. With that gotta calm it down. Do you have an idea what Lexi called me today? I'm like, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> don't be me. Oh, man. I love those kids. They are hilarious. Actually, the one kid, Lana, um, I keep calling her a kid. They're going to hurt me one day. They're going to get that text message. I'm not a kid. So my, I'm not my a kid. kid. This is what my kid does. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. I'm not a child. So, yeah. So, Lana was in this. She's uh, in that. She uh, was in a movie called Thunder Force. She, she was in that movie. So, she, this, these people are like, they are powerhouses. Cool. They are absolute powerhouses. And I would not mess with them or upset them. Because if there's <laughs> one thing I know is that. People that are artists like Rudy Randall, they're also very dangerous because I'm married to one and they're feisty and they will hurt you. <laughs> my wife, I don't mess with my wife because she is feisty and powerful and dangerous, even though they're little. She's very little. I mean, Rudy's three apples high like a Smurf. She's little. Yeah. She's a little person, but she'll mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> she'll pick up Lexi and Thor at you and be like Master Blaster. You know, like, like <laughs> two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> You know, like, and then it's game over for poor Steve. Go listen to the Noob Family, do their silly things, watch them. They're great. Uh, they got awesome merch, and uh, they're like support your YouTube, like the YouTube channel. Like, if you if you listen to a YouTuber, you know, or, or watch a YouTuber, listen to a podcast or something like that, you know, you don't have to join their Patreons. You know, you don't have to necessarily give them money, but like their stuff. Yeah, share their work. You know, like. You know, tell people about engage, it because, do some commenting and yeah, back and yeah. forth. You, you know, know, people like that shit. People do, and so. it's it's nice because it does help. Believe it or not, like you know, you do. You know, every time you like something or subscribe to something, it does make a difference not only monetarily but also like 
you know, like if if it's especially if it's a, a family affair where like the kids can see, okay, we've got this many subscribers. Oh, this person said something nice. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I hope your kids ain't looking at the comments. Right. Uh, you don't go to the comment section, children. That's not good. But you know, <laughs> I even I don't look at the comment section. Oh, it's rough. Nope. It's rough. Nope. 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 We have some of our stuff on YouTube, and I do. I think I turn off commenting on some of it because. <laughs> it, no, it can be punching bag city. We are in twenty-one countries around the world, probably more than that now. And some of those people say really bad stuff. <laughs> Understandable though. I mean, people are messed up. <laughs> so all right. Anyway, we will catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on Feel I don't belong, tell my thoughts to move along Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets Live with everything See my message starts to spread And I had so many dreams Then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems Try to find out what it means Always do it on my own So I gotta get through it And the only thing I know Is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow Till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the heart It's my only medicine Yeah, everything I do I'm just being genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own Adrenaline, yeah, I do just what I do And I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah I'm grateful, oh yeah Able, oh yeah I'm stable, oh yeah No label, oh yeah You know me, I have only a path I'm lonely, but damn, I'm I want the real stuff, everybody listen up Cause I'll only say it once I'm gonna show you all the path If you want it bad I'm gonna show you where it's at Yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done I'll be number one Working hella hard until I get just what I want Yeah, rise just like the sun Yeah, fatal like a gun Shooter's gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall yeah. Always do it on my own So I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Yeah, I put out all the heart, it's my only medicine. Yeah, everything I do, I'm just being genuine. Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline. Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah. Stable.